This is the Mandalorian's Explosion Alex After Show, breaking down, discussing, and reviewing each and every episode of the Disney Plus original Star Wars series, The Mandalorian. My name's Don Blight, and joining me, as always, Ashley Hobley. Hey, Dylan, excited to be here as they failed to get Mandalorian. Yep. <laughs> they they really just... It's like Charlie Brown in the football. Every time they think they're <laughs> going to get it. <laughs> nope. What an, what an analogy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this week's episode I uh, was titled uh, Chapter 23, The Spies. Directed by not Rick. a good title. No. No? There's not really any spies. Well. There's like there's one. one. Yeah. So Singular. I, yeah, that, that we know of. Let's come back to that. <laughs> Let's put a pin in that one. Well, uh, if they're there and they're not revealed, do they really spy? Yes, there's <laughs> still fucking directed by Rick Familia, uh, written by John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Uh, synopsis I forgot to get, but I'm sure it was terrible. But yeah, the survivors return or something. They try and save Mandalore. Um, overall thoughts on this week's episode, Ash? Yeah, I mean, it was pretty good. Obviously, starting off with a bang with like uh, revealing old mate who's been, <laughs> it turns out, was a bad guy all along, and that's why she was doing all the bad stuff. Uh, you know, she, we've, it's revealed there's this uh, shadow council that's kind of uh, keeping the imperial hopes alive. Um, that's all cool. Moff Gideon shows up for the first time. It's always great to see Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, and then you know, yeah, they try and get to Mandalore. We get to see the tension between uh the two clans of uh two tribes of Mandalore, those who like to wear helmets and those who do not like to wear helmets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They have to work together to, you know, find this forge. Turns out uh, it's been a Imperial Empire base for a long time. <laughs> Rip. Rip. You know? Yeah, I, there was a lot to like about this episode. Obviously, it's yes. got a lot of um, actual things sort of happening, uh, which very eventful episode. But it's still, I appreciate that even amongst all that, we still had, um, it didn't, I still had, we still had downtime. We still had that sort of the the midsection there where they first get to Mandalore and they're all cruising along on the little desert ship and you sort of get some downtime there. So I didn't feel like the episode was too rushed through getting through <clears throat> everything it wanted to do before, you know, obviously we only got one episode left, but so that was good. Starting with... The way the episode opens, though, I really some really cool things there. I'm sure there's some that I haven't even clicked onto. But so, firstly, uh, Gilead Pelion is the dude shouting out like Fraun's return, Fraun's return. Obviously, Fraun's name getting just shouted out a bunch there to the point that it's interesting you know, timing. Well, it's perfect. Like, obviously, timing, I don't know if they. <laughs> I mean, if they plan to reveal that trailer, like as you know, right before this episode came. Yes. Out? You think, think they planned like they knew Star Wars Celebration was set at this date, and yes, like they, we're going to show the trailer, and then the following week we're going to mention him a bunch of times. Yes, they've had the date set for like two years. Yeah. So yes. Okay. Do you think it is too 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 much planning? Just to- yeah, I think that's too much planning. No, I think it because I, I think I, you could totally have that trailer after this. You know, you could. The only reason I think 
I mean, do you think Thrawn throws up in the next trailer, uh, next episode? No. Okay. Because Ahsoka's still doing the whole Thrawn is returning. That's mm. what she's saying he is. Oh, these, gotta, are the, and, these are the whispers she was talking about in that trailer. Yes. And then you have Hera trying to pitch, I guess, the New Republic that we've got to prepare ourselves for what's coming and stuff. So mm. I think Ahsoka's series is about her catching wind that he's out there definitely coming back. He's not going to come back by the end of this series. But um, Pelion is a character, though, that hardcore legacy fans would love because he's he's the the right-hand man to Fraun in the, the legacy book series. He's name-dropped in Rebels and a couple other things in the same position, but he, this is the first time he's actually been seen. He was never seen in Rebels. It was only a voice. And so this is the first time you've ever seen that character in new Star Wars canon. And obviously, considering he's the guy who's like, Fraud's coming back. Everything will be great because Thrawn's the man. Still going <laughs> to presume he's the second in like Thrawn's go-to right-hand man. So that's how that'll work. The other interesting character here was um what's his first name brendan doll brendan brendan Dole. fuck hold on uh, yeah i got it brendan doll brendan hux right brendan hux which is I'm sure uh, which is that name name made me uh, my ears perk up <laughs> yeah so this is hux's hux daddy um <gasps> from that you would know from the sequel trilogy of movies played by Domino Gleason. Domo Gleason. Yeah. So his dad is played by his brother in this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> his dad is played by Brian Gleason. Uh, yeah. Yes. His brother. Yes. Uh, I don't think missed opportunity. Is... For what? Should we go, Brendan? <laughs> what just have this same look exactly the same? <laughs> like that'd be kind of weird. The Brendan Gleason, uh, the dad. Oh, but yeah, but he'd be too old. I think even yes. this is like he seems too young to me, but. So, but this is not a spoiler because it's not really to do with this show, but for in the, I think it's in the comics or the books or one of them, it's actually revealed that the the whole reason that Brendel Gleeson is, not Brendel Gleeson, Brendel Hux is not seen in the <laughs> the movies and like he, his disappearance is actually because um, his son kills him. So that's how that goes. That's how he manages really to spoiler. Yeah. So. Spoiler in the book. Spoiler. Yeah. Apparently gets killed because he's the last person who knows about Phasma or something like that. What yeah. I read from quickly reading the Wikipedia page. Yeah. So that's how little baby Huck ends up in charge of the whole. Uh, I mean, really, it makes a lot of sense now how Huck got his position in the first order. Nepotism. He's, yeah. Because <laughs> he was a son of one of the, the yeah. higher ups in the. That, that actually colors that more impressively now. Like, oh, here's a Nepo baby. Yeah. It all makes sense. We didn't even know that term back in 20, whenever. Yeah. 2015. <laughs> so. Uh, so all that. I really enjoyed that, this scene. It has a very comic book, uh, like, Legion of Doom, <laughs> I guess, feeling to it. The fact that Gideon is even like, oh, the Shadow Council and, you know, like, <laughs> all this this sort of stuff, I, I, it's sort of corny, but I'm, I'm aboard it. I can get, I, I can get down with this shadow council stuff happening, which is cool. Makes me wonder if that'll be something that continues when, 
you know, maybe we do see the Shadow Council and we see like Fraun actually like Skype him one day. And then old mate's like, what were you saying? I told you he's real. <laughs> I told you he was coming back. <laughs> he's never believed me, but here he is. So that'd be cool. Uh, yeah. So then when we get to the actual Mando stuff, uh, arriving on the planet was cool. Seeing the, uh, the, the X Imperial ship that they've just spray painted a living fuck out of underneath. That's a lot of paint to cover the bottom of that to draw the Mandalorian symbol would be <laughs> it was very large. Worth it. I'd also say maybe paint it on top so then people can see, you know. They're going to see their foot. <laughs> it's like, well, just paint it on the bottom. So anyone coming head on thinks we're X Imperial, but yeah. Uh, you get the whole, and then let's go on this. I, I'm going to say straight away, Grogu and IG-11. IG-12. So stupid. Yeah. IG-12, sorry. So stupid, but so good. <laughs> Dylan, we started the season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. going to try and re- revive IG-11. Yeah. Now at the end of the season, We've got Grogu motoring around in his corpse. Yep. God love it. <laughs> I mean, I was I was laughing when he was driving around that room just going, yes, 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 yes. And then it cuts to the street. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> like such a kid with a Stuck on that one button. Yeah. Fisher Pikel toy or whatever, Fisher yes. Price. <laughs> yeah, like just no. pressing the button over and over and over and over and over. <laughs> Just hear the noise, really, more than. Technically, the first time we've seen Grogu like straight up communicate something in a way that people have been able to understand. That's not true. Ahsoka understood him. True. Yeah. Fair. Why just like it's like no, no, yes, no, no, yes. They're gonna add a third button. This is the way. (laughs) Why haven't they added that one already? Missed opportunity. Uh, so then when they gather, everyone obviously, they're not messing around. They're not like, you know, let's like spend a week, get to know each other, see some training exercises as a team. Bo-Katan's like, let's just go straight. Let's get, let's get straight to it. We'll go to Mandalore tomorrow. We'll do this whole... Now, I mean, on paper, her plan makes perfect sense, I guess. You know, we'll go down. We'll scout it out. Once yeah. we're very good, we, we won't all go down at once. Blah, blah, no, blah, we'll just blah. make sure to take all the most important people possible, mm. you know, on this singular s- scouting missions where we have no communication with the rest of the fleet. Yeah. Makes sense. And when they get down there, they meet a whole bunch of men. They don't leave which... any leadership person behind. It's all the important people they go down to do the it's, scouting mission. It's an important mission. Yeah. Very Star Trek, you know. How the captain always gets goes down, even though he's the captain, he should stay on the ship. No, no, no. Real leader leads from the front. The front, you know. I want to know how they, these other Mandalorians, how they survive for so long. Like, what the fuck have they been eating? The planet's literally the, the creatures. I guess. Because <laughs> they are cooking their they took out one. They took out one of those monsters and they've been living off it the last 50 years. Probably could. It's a lot of salt. Yeah. Make sure it doesn't spoil it. 
the so when they do, I so coming back to the title of the episode, the spies, the spies. right? Plural. The one spy is obviously right at the start of the episode. That's revealed to be what's her face. Who do you reckon the second spy is? Because it has, you can't be like, there isn't one. It's not a mistitle. I mean, maybe it's Axe Wolves, Wolves or whatever his name is. I'll tell you who it is. Who? It's the Armourer. Really? Yeah. It's a... Is it a wild theory or is it a... I think think so. Let me me boil down my my three key pieces of evidence here. She comes down on this trip. Well, hold on. No, she's been she's been weird all season. She's been in general, she's weird, but she's been weird all season. The, okay, you know, lots of weird decisions going on. Also, I'd like to point out the last time that all of her group was attacked, she was miraculously the last person to survive. But anyway, uh, so then we go down on this trip to Mandalore. She's like one of the biggest Mandalore. You know, you, you think this would be super exciting. They're heading mm. to the forge. She's the fucking armorer. <laughs> You'd think this would be super exciting for her. A, a must-see trip. But the second that three people turn up hurt, she's she goes, I'll take them back. Not get that person to take them back. I'll take them back. That's what a real leader does. Lead from the front. Take, no, no. Make sure they're all back safely. I'm just... I find it very odd that the armorer doesn't want to go to the forge and that she so happens to yeet the fuck out of there and not be there <laughs> when Gideon and all his people show up. I mean, it's an interesting theory. What's also, the motivation, his though? helmet looks exactly like hers. Similar. The horns. Yes. What, what, what's the motivation, though? I don't know. The what's motive. the motive? I don't know. Also, she did a she did a non-answer at some point in this episode. Old mate goes, uh, "Oh, wheels on." She goes, "You know, how, ask how where she came from or where they she uh, where they how they survived, etc." And she's like, "Oh, I was on the moon or whatever, blah blah blah." And old mate goes, "Were you Death Watch?" Now, Death Watch Ash was yes. a, the was the Darth Maul's group. That was the ones he was. They were the ones he was running. Uh. So he, that, when they had the little civil war happening in the Clone Wars, uh, Death Watch was the group that was trying to take over and like kill Bo-Katan and uh, Obi-Wan's girlfriend, who was the the, the, the lead at the time. Like th- that, Death Watch was the group that was trying to take over Mandalore with Darth Maul being the, the leader of that group. It wasn't Paz Vizsla, like... Yes. In that? Yes. Yeah. So she he, he gets asked this, and she doesn't say yes, no. She goes... Oh, Death Watch doesn't exist anymore, right? It's a very non-answer, mm. very subversive answer. Mm. I mean, my only like flaw in this idea is that this season has not been that strong, and I don't know if it would have that much planning into it. You know what I mean? No, it wouldn't be. Are you giving this season too much of the Mandalorian? too much credit no this season has not been that strong however 
I can totally see John Favreau and Dave Filoni's here too. But I mean, John Favreau writes eighty percent episodes, but the the two mm. of them just like slap that down. Season finale, that's the big twist. She was the bad guy. Yeah. Motivation would be in my mind, like, and it, the only thing I can make make so. Her suddenly being okay with Bo-Katan's always been weird. You know, that was mm. very that was very quick sort of thing. I I'm going with a she's she's made a deal with Gideon where she gets to keep her Mandalore group and he gets to he gets to be the he gets to rule over Mandalore, but her people get to live there. Or something like that. No, yeah. It seems like they just don't want Mandalorians at all. Or maybe he does because he wants them to keep doing their best cars thing. Who the fuck made his armor? I don't know. How hard is it to make best car armor? <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is that you've got to be a skilled Mandalorian armorer to be able to meld and smite or whatever the term is, best car smelt. into smelt best car. It's like a very... Mm specific metal or whatever you want to call it that skilled people it's not something you could just give to any person they can do so who did his armor don't know it's a good question just saying so this is my theory this is my theory but it's just a theory <laughs> you know i could be wrong but the episode is called the spies well, make sure you put it out on social media so you can get credit if it comes through I'll be surprised if I'm not the only person. Search Twitter now. I feel like it's very obvious. Let's go to Twitter. We'll do it live. What should I type in? Um, bad? First, first, <laughs> some first, first tweet that came up. Something to us about the armor. The episode was called Spies. She and Moff Gideon both have helmet horns. She conveniently left the planet just before the ambush. Could be, could be in store for a huge twist in the finale. Fucking told. See? I'm telling you. I feel like it was, it wasn't, I, I feel like I'm not digging that deep. I'm either reading into it too much and so I was. No, there's else. no way the armor ain't a spice. She was talking about seeing the forge, blah, blah, blah. And the first opportunity to dip, she took it. Besides, she, we only know one spy in the episode was called Slow Spies. Yep. Who's the other? You what? Watch your hardened armor. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> Are you coming around on this theory now? Or? I mean, yeah, a bit more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these two tweets of these two tweets—it's just like a bunch of um, Amra Bo-Katan like fan fiction. Uh, a lot of shipping. Yeah, there's always a lot of shipping. Okay. Yeah, well, um, all right. Uh, what else happened this episode? Not much. Uh, they had a, well, I mean, a lot happened, but I don't know how much there is to. Obviously, the the shootout on their little their little platform there when they get cornered by the, the jet trooper people, jet stormtroopers, uh, that was kind of cool, but also I was like, they, fuck, like, you have the high ground. Like, how do you fuck that up? Like, <laughs> they're standing there on the rock. You're in the air. Jesus Christ. Um, obviously this all leads to Moff Gideon coming down, trapping him in that room. Kind of cool. 
old mate goes out like a boss. Oh, Pat, Praetorian, like, takes Praetorian out down, like nearly every single one. Takes out nearly every single one and still nearly manages to take out. He nearly kills one Praetorian guard there at the end. Yeah, so they're the Praetorian guard, right? Yeah. The origin origins of the Praetorian guard that we eventually see in the f- defending Snoke. I mean, Pra Praetorian, Praetorian guards are they defended the Emperor. They're always seen side by side with the Emperor. Um, okay, yes. so they've always been like a they've always been a thing, yeah. It's not a new it's not a new thing. If you go back and watch like Empire Strikes Back or, or yeah. like Jedi or anything like that, you should see it. I can't remember if they're an Empire. No, they're definitely I mean, they're in Jedi, most prominent in so. The Last Jedi. Yeah, because they have so. a fight scene with obviously yeah. Rain um fucking Ben. Yeah. Um the Yeah, but that was very cool. He, ne- he nearly gets one right in the side, but then he gets stopped and he has to get stabbed multiple times. So yeah, it was a pretty boss ending um for for that character. So I'm Rip. glad that's I'm it's weird to say, but I'm sort of glad that someone died. <laughs> you know, because I just amongst there was a second I thought there's a chance, you know, they might off. Those yeah. last two, I thought he was just going to yeet them off the side and go with them, like do the whole like diving. No, but consider for a second. For a second, they might just kill Jin right here. Wouldn't that be like a totally uh, Game of Thrones esque mm. moment? That Croker goes to the dark side after that. <laughs> <laughs> Someone comes out. They've got a golf club. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have to tell, they take the helmet off first because they have to. Yeah. Those things, so. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I'm surprised he did yeah just kill him Grogu like forces the door open goes out there fucking lightning bolts them all <laughs> <laughs> he's just yeah, clicking yes, yes 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 <laughs> power <laughs> <laughs> and then he becomes Snoke uh yep. Also, Taika Waititi got paid like $10,000 just to come <laughs> in and record. Yes, yes no. no. <laughs> well, you know, they may have had a yes and a no from when he was last time, you know. No. Nah. Don Favlo just, just whipped out the iPhone. Can you say yes? Can you say no? Cheers, mate. Yeah. It's probably like, do you like me? As I said, yes or no, and then yeah. tried to get the other opposite response. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anything else? Like major things we need to discuss? No, I mean it would, uh, we had the little Paz Vizsla uh, X Wolves fight, you know, yeah. on board on the ship after you know they don't understand the rules of chess, I guess. <laughs> whatever space chess, whatever game they're playing, differentiating rules, uh, and you know, old old uh, old Grogu stops the fight. No, yeah. No. Yeah. And then he gives a little nod, which was the best part. <laughs> Looks up at dad and goes, I got this. <laughs> you taught your apprentice well. I didn't teach him that. <laughs> yeah. I want to kick both your ass now. Uh, this is the way. Yeah, I mean, why, why, what do you think next episode is? You know? Why did Moth Gideon sk- spare Jin? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. Just this is a Doctor Evil, Austin Powers thing. Just I kill guess. him, Dad. Yeah, just no, I'm gonna tell you my whole plan first. Just I'll we can kill him together. I'll get the gun. We'll kill him now. Like, <laughs> 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 that's what that is. Like, just kill him. No, I gotta like take him back and monologue. Explain and my whole why speech later. Simple. Like about my whole plan. I want to teach it. Show, introduce him to the entire Shadow Council yeah, yeah. and like uh, yeah. 
Yeah. On a so it turns out they've had a base on Mandalore this entire time. They were the ones who blew up uh, what's her face's castle. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. I mean, that, that's what I assume. They just sent them out yes. from there to the castle, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. As you prior, so obviously this screened at Star Wars Celebration. Were you surprised? Yep. No spoilers kind of came out? I sure I would assume that some fuckwords were putting spoilers out there. I didn't see anything. No, I didn't see anything either. No. You know, between us, we'd like see the whole entire internet. So, yeah. So, I, yeah. I didn't see nothing, <laughs> but I, I would assume that some people definitely would have s- spoiled it. Some, someone would have got, some people would have got unlucky, I assume. But yeah. Um, yeah. Well, what do you, yeah. So, what do you think the finale is? What do you think the guy is there? Well, clearly they rescue Jin and then they fight off Moff Gideon and then he sculpts back to his shadow council all sad and depressed. It's like, oh, would you take Mandalore again? Like, nah, <laughs> screw Mandalore. We'll be fine. We'll figure it out. And then I'll make the And then Thrawn busts like, in. Yeah, it's because Thrawn's like, coming, right? Because Thrawn. <laughs> Thrawn busts in the door. He's like, I'm back, baby. <laughs> I mean... I know I said no before about Thrawn coming back, but I guess if they did have a like after credit scene at the Shadow Council, comes in and says, "I'm here for the Empire," where he just comes in <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah," it just says one simple sentence or something like, "Or it's like, can you all shut I mean, up?" I even just I heard you've been talking face. shit. <laughs> <laughs> comes in and just shoots Moth Gideon in the head. I mean, that'd be pretty great. Or like burns half his face off or something like that, you know. Yeah. That would be a very original idea. No, it's not the kind of character Fraun is, though. Mm. Uh, but yeah, very cool uh, episode. Looking forward to the finale next week, of course. Uh, thank you for joining us on this episode of the Mandalorians. We've got one more episode to go, exciting, and then after that, we'll be have a few weeks off, and then. Be back to talk about um, what the fuck's visions? Visions. Oh like, yeah, yeah. The, the trailer looks so freaking good. Trailer look good. Uh, of course, check out everything else on explosionnetwork.com. Check out all the podcasts and stuff over there. Follow us on Twitter by heading to explosionnetwork.com/slash Twitter. Come talk to us on our Discord if you'd like. Explosionnetwork.com/slash Discord. And until next week, we have spoken. Dawn should come in, and he just says, "Fucking space whales." Mm-hmm.